Welcome to Mad Toast Live. 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 We're recording as a podcast every Tuesday night from the Brink Lounge, 701 East Washington Avenue, just down the hill from the Capitol Building in Madison, Wisconsin. And uh, we're, we're your hosts, uh, the lovely and talented Mary Gaines. Take and the handsome away, and talented Mr. Chris <laughs> Wagoner. Today so, is January 20th. It was the inauguration of our first African-American or black president. 44th president. 44th president. How many people here are just like super happy? (laughs) Yep. Hands raised, screaming, it's all good. Yeah. Yeah. Couldn't be happier. Remember, on on the way in, I was listening to public radio, and, uh, you know, it's good to have a discourse about, you know, things. And someone called in and and was... um, you know, uncharacteristically, this this has been such a, a hopeful day and a wonderful day, and and it was interesting to hear the opposite side. Someone actually was saying, "What well, was all? It was all pap. He's just a politician." Say, I say all the same crap, you know. And 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 it was interesting. He went on and on. He was kind of rabid about it. And I thought, well, that's what public radio is about. And it's a wonderful thing, you know. People, we should hear different points of view, and that's a great thing. But it also made me think that it makes me sad that that there there's some sort of professional cynics. <laughs> You know, it, it, uh, yeah, but that's their job. Yeah, I guess so. But I, it made me think that I don't think that he'd be happy. That guy, guy might not be happy unless things just all went to hell. True. (laughs) And then he could say, told you so. Yeah. You know, (laughs) maybe so. But so, you know, it's, it's kind of whenever one side takes office, the other side is like, darn it. Yep. So, so this year we're happy. And, I mean, it's been a great day. I'm going to figure we inaugurated our 44th president. We personally finished, uh, finished our leftover chili. You know, yeah, this was a big day for us. That. Yeah. I mean, it's a big batch of chili. And right? yesterday, on Martin Luther King Day, we got a new battery for my van. Replaced the battery. So. All by ourselves. Woo! That's it's a been, first. <laughs> it's been a good day. Get around. And just so you know, we're here every Tuesday night, but we've got a, a great lineup. Well, we have, we're excited to have Reed Gromnicki. Good friend of ours up tonight, Woo! playing a variety of interesting things, and Stephen Lee Rich is going to be up as our second Woo! guest tonight. And next Tuesday, we have Gentry Colello and Josh Hardy, two of uh, Madison's great song- singer-songwriters. And uh, we know Josh really well. We don't know Gentry very well, but everyone keeps saying, you've got to see her. You've got to, ha-, you know. Actually, they keep on saying, you've got to have her on your show. Right. We're like, yeah, she's already booked, man. And looking forward to next, next month, just as a heads up, we have, um, in order, the first Tuesday we're going to have uh, members of the Dangits, Tom Wasselchuk, yeah. uh, Jeremiah Nelson, who is a very interesting songwriter, plays a lot at the, uh, uh, the um, um, Mickey's. Oh, yeah. Um, and then the next week we'll have Mark Croft, on and Allison Margaret, who's a very interesting group, um, vibraphone, drums, bass, um, and, and vocals. So pretty, pretty That's hit. It. It's it. And then uh, who else? Doug Brown, Esther Knudsen, the old. T- oh, Jeff Burkhart, Jeffrey Burkhart from the Dirty Shirts. Um, Robert J, our old friend Robert J Conway, on the twenty fourth. Kind of a little reunion of the mat of the uh, what were you called? Moon Gypsies. Thank you. And David Cox, his good friend David Cox, is a brilliant songwriter and just a crazy dude. And anyway, that's it for February. So, 
check our website. So thanks for coming, and we're going to introduce our first guest <laughs> once again, Reed Gromnicki. Please come up to the stage. Welcome to the show. We're, we'll just talk here. Reed's getting his um, machine gun out of See, his case See, he's smarter there. than us. He actually keeps it in his case. I know. Ours are spread out all over the place. And yeah. You know, one Various. hiccup and a back step and crush. But... <laughs> So, Reed, how you doing? Doing pretty good. Yeah. How good. about yourselves? Good, good. Oh. Pleased to have you on the show. Move that mic a little closer to the... Yeah. There we go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So, just a little backstory. And Reed, Reed uh, pointed out to me, he's like, man, don't talk too much. So... <laughs> <laughs> but Reed and I have known each other for... Oh. So I first met you with Harmonious Whale at a party back when I was about Yeah, and you lived next to Sims and Maggie from Harmonious yeah. Whale. Three or four? You were yeah. three or four. Wow. I remember Reed was over there. You had a ukulele. <laughs> I'll never forget. And I think you sat in with the band. <laughs> Didn't you have a cool hat, too? You had a cool hat, and you blew everybody away. You were... <laughs> but uh, since then, we've become great friends and uh, have been... I think you've taught me more than I've taught you, probably. <laughs> yeah, when am I going to get paid? Yeah, hold on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll talk about that later, man. <laughs> but I asked Reed on the show because Reed has developed this just great style of... Well, a mix of a lot of stuff, because you listen to everyone. I'm, I described him as a music maven. He's yeah. like... What do you mean by that? Well, it's kind of like a musicologist. Yeah. yeah. Who seems to know everybody in every single band that you like to listen to. Yeah. Okay. Like, yeah. you've gone to more shows, live concerts, than, than I think I have in my life. And that's why I'm very fortunate that I have. So, yes, yeah. you are very fortunate. So right. what, what are some people that you've seen recently, like the last year? Big... Uh, Daryl Anger and... Yep. Uh... That's pretty much it. Darryl well, Daryl, but who else like like major? They like blues and rock. Oh, and... like not really nothing. I'm going to see Dr. John and Neville Brothers in yeah. February, which is going to be a fun. Dr. Show. John and who? Neville Brothers. The Neville Brothers. Ooh. Oh man! At the Overture Center. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I'm going to go see a Democrat band in March. Yeah. Which is going to be fun. Awesome. And you know a lot of these people. Well, some of them. Well, I mean, we'll we'll get into this a little more later, but. Um, Reed's been going to... You've been going to the Mark O'Connor Fiddle Camp yeah. in, outside of Nashville for how long? This is going to be 13 years this coming summer, so... Is that a record I, down there? No, there's one person that has been to every camp. How many, wow. how many camps have there been? I don't know, about 15. Yeah. So I missed the first couple of years, I think. So. Yeah. But I've been going ever since 96. What's your greatest memory from Fiddle Camp? The memory that I cherish the most is playing my influences fiddle, which was Vassar Clements. Out of the blue, he said, who wants to play my fiddle? Uh-huh. And uh, I raised my hand, and uh, he just was the greatest guy he could ever possibly be. Most humble person, and he just gave me his fiddle, and I played it. Wow. And I'll never great. forget it, and I cherish that for the rest of my life. So. Yeah. And who's your biggest influence at the... Daryl Anger and Vassar Clements are my biggest influences that I've been through camps. Cool. Daryl is... Bruce Molsky. 
Yeah, Bruce Mosky. He seems like he's been a big influence yeah, too. Yeah, too. Old time Southern. Of course, I haven't been yeah. listening in on your lessons. <laughs> Not very no, much never, anyway. Never. And Brittany Haas is another person too. Yeah. Who is a young fiddle old time prodigy. Yeah. Of well, Bruce don't, Andrews. Don't you feel like there's this really this resurgence in acoustic music? Yes, definitely. Music? Yeah. Definitely, I do. Because you know, like Brit- Brittany Haas, and yeah. who her sister is Natalie. Natalie, cello right. player. They're so talented; it just hurts, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're so young too. <laughs> yeah, well, and they're really um, broad based too, right? One yeah. aren't college. What, what's up with their career? Uh, I don't remember. Natalie went to Juilliard, and yep. uh, Brittany's in Princeton right now, a senior year for biology and stuff. Wow. <laughs> and she just plays on the side with like all the best players. Yeah, and, and okay. a mutual friend of ours, um, um, Paul Coert. Oh, yeah, Coerts are actually from town here. Paul yeah. is actually he studied with Edgar Meyer. And yep. he's touring with Mike Marshall now, and uh, he's a full-time bass player with Chris Theo's no band, Punch Brothers. Wow, wow, so, yeah, that's pretty cool. And he was your violin student for a while, wasn't he? Yeah, he showed me. I learned a lot from Paul. No, <laughs> <laughs> no he was a li- he was pretty young then. Playing fiddle, guy. but he was already playing bass in, in yeah. bands and stuff. But you can't, you've come back in the last few years, I noticed, from the O'Connor camp, and you've just been busting at the seams with all these new tunes, and you invited us. That's what I love about it, because you always yeah. learn something new each time you go. No yeah. matter how many years you go, you always something feel, go home, better player, and you refresh yeah. and learn new tunes. Uh-huh. So, well, the first couple tunes, or the first tune, is uh, a standard, right? Yeah. Fort Deer. Yeah, and that's um, cross-tuned fiddle. Yeah. So, d- tell us a little bit about cross-tuning. Like cross-tuning is uh, really for old-timey people, and I love to do that every so often because it gets different resonances out of the wood and different drones and stuff. Yeah, and it makes the wood ring out more, mm-hmm. and it's just incredible. So it's not standard. I no, mean, it's G D A E is how a fiddle yeah, is tuned usually. This tune is uh, G A D A E. A D A E. No, A D A E. So you have two G A's. is up to the A. Okay. okay. What's that? So. Yeah. Wow. It's so, always fun when you retune an instrument that you've learned to play your whole life in one tuning. It's like, what happened? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You want to want to play one? Sure. Reed's gonna do a couple solo tunes in the set. Well, here. Uh, actually, three. Well, yeah. This. Yeah. Called four tier. Thank you. 
That music just made for dancing. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's what old timey music is all about: is dancing and yeah. for yeah, clogging yeah, and, and stuff and like that. We we debate dancing too and score yeah. dances and stuff. Now we debated before the show. We we're talking about because uh, Reed has I don't know you can't really hear it out there probably, but Reed's right foot is just is pounding. It's just right on the money. Absolutely solid. And we might we were thinking about have have him uh, stomp on a board, but, but we forgot, forgot to bring the board. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. But they make very expensive specialized boards for these things. <laughs> yeah, they. Yeah. So what are we doing now? We're doing, uh, I'm going to join Reed on a tune. <laughs> we'll sail away, ladies. Oh, yeah, so you're now, you just put away your four-string. I'm whipping out my five-string. Whipping out the five-string. That's not right, ain't right. Ooh, five strings on a fiddle? What's up with that? It's an, the extra string is a C. It's, it's got a low C on there, like a viola. So it's two and one. Yeah. <laughs> and that's awesome. That's a pretty instrument. You actually just got that, didn't you? It's Back a, in October, yeah. From Canada? Oh uh, yeah, the maker is from Canada. Yeah, Canadian made. Wow. So what's the name of this tune? Sail Away Ladies. Yeah. Sail Away Ladies. Now this is also called. Um, well, it's also it's don't very you similar. Rock'em Daddy-O. Or Sally Ann. People know it as, too, but yeah. it's... D- yes. Part B is a lot like Sally Ann, but okay. it's a tune called Sally Ladies.
was so smooth. It was great. That, those are one of the fun tunes to play. Yeah. Sail away, ladies. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that stuff's just made for like two fiddles and maybe a banjo. Claw hammer. Yeah. Claw hammer, yep. That's what it was pretty much, or guitar player thrown yeah. in. Not much guitar though, right? No, mostly banjo and fiddle. Yeah. With that style. Yeah, like, I need to get a banjo. You need a banjo. You need to do the claw hammer thing. <laughs> we should do that. Have you ever tried claw hammer banjo? No. Like at like at the at the fiddle camp, anyone ever show up with a banjo? Yeah, I've yeah. seen it, but I never tried it. Yeah. Yeah. Bang. It's very confusing to me. But. <laughs> <laughs> well, you were gonna. We've got another another solo tune. A couple of them couple coming of, up. You doing that on the five string also? Yeah. This tune is called Liza Jane. We'll, we'll try not to just bust a move over here. <laughs> Go ahead. I don't care. Thank you. <laughs> A lot of people maybe don't know the difference. Think, well, it's all fiddle music, you know, or that's bluegrass. It's like, well, it's not bluegrass, actually. Yeah. Right? This is old traditional tunes from yeah. that cross over from different cultures. There's African roots and Scottish and Irish roots and Indian roots, and all messed together yep. to make this old timey music. Yep. Yep. <laughs> oh, no. Well, so what would you say, what, what, what differentiates, say, uh, just to the layperson that maybe, a, a, you know, a couple broad styles like old-timey versus bluegrass, what's the, the difference? The way people approach the tunes, I would think. Uh, old-timey is more accented and mm-hmm. drones and stuff. And, uh, 
Yeah, and and more uh, bluegrass, maybe a little more improv, right? I mean, yeah. people take breaks. Yeah, and you might not even recognize the tune. And sometimes. a lot of the old timey is like oral, listening like oral music, okay. not transcribed. Right. People had not learned these tunes by ear. Yeah, and it's really about dancing. Yeah, yeah, like in bluegrass, they'll throw in like, uh, well, you've played or you Reed plays a lot at uh, different jam sessions around town. Yeah. Like what? Are, what are some good jams around town? I like the bar next door. Harmony's a fun place yep. too. So, and Harmony's is that? That's on Saturdays, right? It's Fridays. Fridays. Okay. We happen in occasionally, and it's it is really fun. People are like going up and coming yeah. down, and yeah. and stepping yeah. into the mics. Yeah. And, yeah. More social. Yeah. Yeah, I don't have a clue how to do that. I've been in bands for years, but to go up and play with a bunch of people who are kind of crowding around one microphone and. And then you do your thing, and then you're supposed to tell them what to do or kind of cue them. And I'm like, cue them to do what? They're all just going to start soloing, aren't they? And, <laughs> no. <laughs> um, yeah. Well, the other tune we were going to do, we're going to go into a tune. Um, well, I want to do oh, another solo tune. Right. And it's called 8th of January. 8th of January. 8th of January. Now, this is one that was influenced by in- Bruce Morrissey and Brittany Haas. I learned them from, so. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. 
be honest, we're we're a little late with that tune because it the tune is the eighth of January and it's the twentieth now. <laughs> Did the yeah, best we could. Right. I guess. <laughs> it's close enough. Close enough. So. At least it's not six months or all. True, yeah, that's true. Right. We're still in. Right. You know, and it's kind of it's interesting because a lot of these tunes have a life of um, uh, they have different names. Yeah. And when Reed came back with this, when you came back with this uh, version, yeah. I didn't even recognize it. Right, because like the traditional, more traditional. Well, not more traditional. There's two. A, there's two yeah. versions of the same name. But. Yeah, like the one that everyone's familiar with. Really, is like what the Battle of New Orleans yeah. was based on, right? Well, Jimmy yeah, Horton, this is, so. that was the version that Bruce mostly played. <laughs> and it doesn't even sound well, anything like. I, that. Well, um, I learned it from the Bruce yeah. Mosky CD, Lost Boys, on. So. Yeah. It's a great CD. So where, where do you think their influences are? Did, did Bruce, at the camp, did, does Bruce talk about that? He likes Tommy Gerald and Ed Haley. Yeah. He, listened, he mentions them guys a lot. And they're like seminal. They're, yeah. But they had influences, didn't they? Well, I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> their influences are probably dead. Yeah. <laughs> they're, they're all dead. Oh, God. Um, yeah. Well, this is another tune... Uh, Learned from Bruce Mosky. Yeah. Did you guys work this one out together? We did. Yeah. All right. He Reed taught me this one. Do you know anything about the name? I never looked up anything. Shove the pig's foot Put in the fire. A little further yeah. into the fire. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, I don't know why the, where that name came from, but it's a. It's, it's not a good pop name. <laughs> you know. You, Shove the pig's foot a little further in the fire. Hey. Yeah. It's old time. time. (laughs) Is that so your pig's feet get completely cooked? I have no idea. Do whatever it is people do with pigs. I have no idea.
shove the pig's foot a little further into the fire. I can't believe you broke a hair. <laughs> I was hardly even working. I don't horse somewhere screaming. Yeah. <laughs> oh, now this is fun. We were. You've got your five string now. You brought four fiddles with you, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Um, but well, you, you play a lot of different instruments, though. You play mandolin. You've got like three or four different mandos. Yeah. And some lap steel, <laughs> guitar. <laughs> well, fiddle's my main thing. Fiddle's so. the main thing. So when are you going to start playing the bass? I have no idea. <laughs> okay, well, just let me know. <laughs> now, for anyone well, out there in podcast is. land listening, Reed's looking for a band. So if you haven't, if you're not just thrilled by now, then you got a problem. <laughs> you got to call this band. So what? Where can you? Where can people MySpace find you? MySpace or Facebook. Um, Facebook? And how do you spell your last name? G R O M N I C K I. Good, and it's Reed R E I D. Good. All you people out in podcast land, look it up. <laughs> now are we switching to the electrics? Mm, not yet. Not yet. Oh, we're not. I'm confused. Oh, okay. We got a little Salt Creek, right? Yeah. Cool. <laughs> chop and groove. So, yeah, chop and groove. What do you mean by that? Well, uh, it's a thing that Richard Green started, and Daryl Anger st- stole it from him and um, <laughs> took it n- 10 notches up. Pretty much. Can you demonstrate? Yeah. yeah. So really rhythmic. That's that's really cool. So yeah, fiddle can be a very percussive instrument too, yeah. which I love about fiddle. So you can do thanks to Daryl Anger. You can do rhythm, but you can also obviously you can hear some notes in there, so yeah. you can change chords yeah. and all kinds of stuff. Mm-hmm. And uh, so who else doing this? So, so uh, Daryl Richard Green, Daryl Anger, uh, Casey Dreesen. Yes, for sure. Casey phenomenal. D- Casey Dreesen. Yes. And on cello, Rashad. Rashad Eggleston. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't there another cellist who does it too? And Natalie sort of does it. Okay. I remember somebody from Turtle Island. Oh, oh, Mark Summer? Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying to learn it, but I, I'm really horrible at it. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I don't mean that in your way. I no, it's true. I'm horrible. I admit it. <laughs> Openly. So, it's a traditional tune called Salt Creek.
That's fine. Mary just left the stage. Did oh, here, she's back. Did not. Okay. Oh. Did not. No, I was there the whole time. <laughs> thought that was beautiful. <laughs> that was fun. We were just telling on you. Where'd you go? Nowhere. Okay, never mind. I was here, man. <laughs> Obviously not, not bass-driven <laughs> music. <laughs> That's why I'm holding my hands together. Yeah. We'll get to it eventually. Yeah. No, it's fine. I'm, I can wait. But yeah, that chopping groove. What's your favorite instrument to play chopping groove style on? You're pointing to your my octave. Oh, the octave fiddle. Oh. So that's coming up. We got the octave coming up. But before that, want to do cuckoo's nest? Sure. So this is one now. One of our one of our mutual favorites. Probably our. It's got to be high on both of our lists. Maybe John Hartford. John Hartford, but Vassar also. Yeah. yeah. John Hartford, incredible uh, songwriter. Bizarre, weird. Yeah, wonderfully bizarre. <laughs> but he didn't write this tune. This is a traditional tune. Yeah, and uh, there's actually words that he did write word for yeah. the tune, but it's yeah. too hard to sing. Yeah. <laughs> part but I never got around to it. <laughs> you know I actually know that song. You do? Yeah I do. I could have played it with you. Oh. <laughs> no 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 Mary's just tell us <laughs> Mary's sitting here politely. She's gonna come in on a on a tune we're gonna do a little bit later. Yeah 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 now you tell us yeah <laughs> I know the show's all about me but I'll try to <laughs> but we've recorded we have several compilations and things that, yeah. that we've recorded together over the last few years yeah. that you take down to Nashville with yeah. you when you go to the camp. Mm-hmm. Uh, sometimes they're... Bizarre. Bizarre, <laughs> whacked out, backwards vocals, <laughs> wah fiddle things. 
Uh, they haven't heard that stuff yet. I'm afraid <laughs> no, of that. No. Stick around, though. That's, Stick those around. are in the vaults yet. In the vaults, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but, but really, most recently, the last couple compilations have been much more acoustic. Yeah. Like this stuff. Um, if all goes well, the material on here, might, I might release so. Hopefully. Yeah. Yeah, hopefully. Hopefully. So you get your five string. We've got your other five string, but we're going to get around to that. Yeah. Okay. For I wish you could see these instruments. They're beautiful instruments. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So what are some of the neat people that you've met down in Nashville? I know, what, what about Fred? Fred is a good guy. Fred's, Fred's violin shop, right? Yeah. Um, he, uh, he's the guy that runs a violin shop. Yeah. And Sam, Sam Bush gets his bows repaired. Everybody who's anybody goes there to get yeah. their bows repaired. And um, he invented... A carpenter jack and stuff like that. Really yeah. on around. Great fiddle player. Okay. Played with Tony Rice for wow. a while. I didn't know that. Uh, oh, the carpenter jack. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, Fred Carpenter, of course, is his name. You'll get to see it later. And now he has a series of DVD violin yeah. fiddle shop series, concert series, which is amazing for a, a fiddle player to watch. Uh, if you know, if you enjoy fiddle music and you're not a fiddle player, I think you should get them because they're. One of the best DVDs of fiddle players out there right yeah. now. Is Man, that in his shop? Yes. Oh. There's like a 50-seat concert room in the shop that he throws it at. So It's really unassuming because we went there last year when you all invited us down to Mark O'Connor's yeah. camp. And we went to Fred Carpenter's shop, yeah. which is like two blocks from where my cousin Tim lives. Yeah. Who's also he's, a great, uh, he's a great guitar player. He actually used to play with Stella Parton's band. But... Fred's shop is really unassuming. You walk up the stairs and go in there. It's like a little room, but the walls are carpeted yeah. with these incredible violins. And then, of course, he's got this thing in the back room, which we never saw, yeah. a 50-seat concert hall. <laughs> this is a concert room, not a hall. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I, I think, I think <laughs> Nashville might be the last place I'd go if, if I was gonna, wanting to get discovered. Yeah. <laughs> Seems like everybody... Or is in Boston or Nashville. Yeah. There's a lot of musicians that migrated to Boston right now. So. And it seems like it's true. Like, everybody and their brother plays really and, and well. Anybody who is anybody comes from Boston or Nashville. Or yeah. It's like... So, yeah. So what do we have? Yep. Oh, these are fun ones. These are... Uh, yeah. We got okay. a couple. So what do you have? You're pulling out your secret weapon now, aren't you? My favorite. I could deep bass lines on it. Bass lines? I can. That's not fair. You can't do that on a fiddle. <laughs> this one I can. All right, lay it on me. <laughs> uh-huh. So we're plugging in for this. What? We got some electric fiddles going. Oh yeah! Ho! That's a big sound there. I like it. Yeah. Now, I like it. you don't play one of those around the campfire, do you? I actually, people want me to, I do. Yeah? <laughs> at fiddle camp, though, only. Are there, are there campfires at fiddle camp? They're at the end, but I haven't seen it. But I heard there is usually one big one at the end of the camp, but I've never seen it, so. Well, the one day that we were there, and this is probably, because you've been there for, you said 12 years? 13 years. It's going to be coming this summer, 13 and the, Mary and I were there a couple, uh, couple days. Reed and his family invited us down. 
and it was actually, it was Jesse wonderful. Silverman, actually, and but it was like it was so humid. Yeah. That and then the sky opened up and it rained harder. I got wetter than I've ever gotten in my life. And we were inside Indeed, having lunch with everybody. Yeah. The humidity it's just came as a cold fog. Hot. Yeah. Dry or wet. <laughs> that covers all the bases there, I think. Except yeah. for frozen. That's... And, and, yeah, that's impossible. No. But other than that, it's really comfortable. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Which is rare. When, yeah. when is that? So you should go on down. Everybody's I'd say up. in winter. <laughs> but if you are, actually, if you are interested in going to the Mark O'Connor Fiddle Camp, it's in... What's the, what's the park? It's... um. Bell Montgomery Bell Montgomery State Bell Park. State Park, but you actually have to sign up somewhere in December. No, it, right? actually, the, it was usually January, but this year is February. Okay, so there February you have it. Seventh. But what, anybody interested? Uh, what? what month is the camp? Uh, June. June. But any anybody, I couldn't recommend it higher. It couldn't come. Did I say that right? It couldn't come more highly recommended. Thank you. I'm taking <laughs> lessons from our president. My speechwriter. <laughs> <laughs> there are uh, there are of course other great camps around. Well, Reed, what are some other great camps around? You probably know of some others. Uh, the, there's the uh, camps out in California, which I heard are pretty cool, like Mount Shasta, yep. Valley of the Moon, which has last year Fraser throws uh, puts on. So. Yeah. So what are we doing? <laughs> Keep keeper of the set list. That's true.
So, honey, can I take lessons from Reed on how to do that on a uh-huh. low-string instrument? Okay, great. Reed, you're available for... Do the, hey, do a little more of that. Do a little more of that. Man, you got to hook up with one of those guys. Who's... Maybe you should try it as a drummer. The fiddle drummer. Wow. Takes up a lot less room in the van. You know. Sounds great. Thanks to Daryl Anger. Daryl Anger. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> now, it's hard to do this over the, over the internet, over podcast, if you can't see what's going on. But if you are a fiddle player, it's a little different. Just like a quick explanation. What is it? You actually throw your bow. Uh, up. It's up and down without like any movement. Just plant it on. Like. So, you, so you're up and down. And you're kind of throwing... to the bridge. Okay. I mean, the frog has to be closer to the frog. And you're hitting the string at a little bit of an angle, right? You're not coming straight yeah. down. Put so. the ball... Like, make sure your hair is sort of slightly going away from you instead of going towards okay. you. And, and then part of the rhythm is the pull off, too, right? Yeah, what comes up must come down, that theory. So this is the down, up, down, up, yeah. down, up. Yeah, what comes up must come down, theory. And right now, you can't see this, but Reed's hand, his left hand, you're not really, you're not pushing down any strings, right? Not right now. You're kind of damping the strings yeah. so you can't hear them. Yeah, until you want to hear yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah. And you got to do it all the right way. <laughs> Otherwise, people will go away. Right against you. Do you break a lot of strings on your, or your hairs on your bow during that? Well, not really. How about when you're first learning? Mm, no. no. If you do it right, yeah. Well, um, not really. No, it doesn't hurt the. Bow so, what's that the much. fastest groove That's you good. can do? Great for slurpers. What was the fastest Clark like that? Or how are we going to do that? A little bit slower and more okay. groovy funky. All right. Sure. You set the groove.
wish that was fun, you know? It's kind of work. All this, all this smiling and stomping and... I don't know, it's too much work. I'll get my other fiddle. Uh-oh. I said that that last one was Reed's secret weapon, but I lied. He has one more. It's kind of like opening the ark. There it is right there. That's not a violin. You can't fool me. What is that thing? Maybe it's a mando. Maybe it's, it's a like mando. Like, or it's past that. Maybe it was mando. <laughs> now this thing. Oh, you can get we're good doxy. Yeah. Yeah. No. Yeah. Now this this violin truly is the most unique violin I've ever seen in my life. This one, for for those who can't who are out in the audience and the uh, listening listening audience, we have a, we have a very fine studio audience by the way, and you can be part of that on Tuesday nights if you come down here to the brink. Someone on one East Washington Avenue in Madison. Actually, this used to be Stuart Duncan's fiddle. Stuart Duncan, who's like one of the premier. Nashville. Uh, studio musicians, session musicians, yeah. yeah, fiddle players. But this thing is really cool. It's, it's, yeah, well, how would you describe it? I can. <laughs> it, has a, it has actually a curl like an F style mandolin, right? And, yeah, and, like I said, maybe it was a mandolin in its past life. At some point. It's a five string. It sounds good acoustically as well as yeah. plugged in. Yeah. And uh, he, Stuart Duncan's story, when I saw him, met him through the fiddle camp. So yeah. Like, I don't, oh yeah, I remember this. I only used it once playing with the Chieftains. That violin's been played with the Chieftains? That's the only time Stuart yeah. Duncan's ever used it. Yeah. And you have names all over. I got it from Fred, it. actually. You got it from, oh, from Fred, Fred Carpenter, Fred's yeah. violin shop. So who are some of the names, people that you have signed that fiddle right there? Daryl Lander, Bruce Mosky, Christian House, Stuart Duncan signed yeah. this. Tracy Silverman. Natalie? Ver- no. Brittany? Yeah. Brittany Haas. Wow. Yeah. yeah. It's interesting to go to that camp and you're, you're watching a show and Mark O'Connor's sitting in front of you yeah. or walking around. Yeah. Just like the cream of the crop, the best string players out there. Yeah, the best in the world. Come to one camp and it's the friendliest people you could ever meet, too. Yeah. The friendliest people. Friendliest people. We really want to thank Reed Gramnicki for coming down here and being our special guest tonight. Thank you for having me. Thanks for being on, Reed. One more time. Thanks for having me. It was fun. Thank you. Please stick around. We'll be right back with Stephen Lee Rich. <laughs> 